0: This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Hello, welcome to Unity Community of Central Oregon's Sunday service. It's great to have you here. I'm Sylvia Hayes. I'm hosting today, uh, and I will be I will be introducing our fabulous speaker here in a second. First of all, though, I just want to really stress: Unity of Central Oregon is a is an intentionally very inclusive, very welcoming community. We, viva la difference, right? We love diversity. So I would like us to uh, state our mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community, embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And yes, we are. Welcome everybody. It's great to have you here in the room uh, and also online. And I have to say, I'm a little surprised that I'm even here without having two different colored shoes on because a few days ago, I got a new puppy. It's been 15 years since I've had a little puppy and my morning routine is normally like super chill. I get up cup of coffee, meditation, my older dog either stays on the bed or gets on the couch or comes out to her little sunning area on the deck. Well, Olive is relentless. (laughs) It's been a lot. It's been awesome. And my older dog, who is the ultimate decider in this, has been fabulous. So, Um, I think with that, let's go to some chants, I think. We're gonna start with Ananda Yogichi. Actually, since we're gonna go back and forth, I'm gonna gonna, um, introduce Ananda now before we go to song. He is an internationally loved musician here. Some of you have heard him already, but you're gonna get a chance to hear more of that today, which is awesome. His musical um, offerings complement his yogic practices with a deep devotional spirit, And his music channel's a really powerful blend of modern and ancient soundscapes. It really does touch the heart, you will feel that. He's also a dedicated practitioner and teacher of yoga since 2006. Uh, And in that time, he's had a strong affinity toward yogic philosophy, history, and mythology. And in spring last year, uh, he had the blessing of being trapped in India and was able to study with a master yoga teacher named uh, Anand Merotra. Did I get that right? Merotra. Um, and he took a 300 hour teaching training program as well as an 18, um, 18 Bhagavad Gita, says it? Oh, um, no, that's not quite right. It was yeah. 18 day. 18 day, I knew that was different. D- d- and he told me just before starting, I said, what's one thing we don't know about you? And he thought, he said, I'm a lover of sweets. So we're going to get some fabulous music, and for the first time today, he's also going to deliver the main talk, so it's really a treat. Take it away, you guys.
1: So
2: this is kind of one of my signature uh, offerings here. We'll just sing it all together as soon as you know, Okay. Blessed to have Julie Southwell here on the violin and Greg Warnick on
1: vocals. Of
2: course, Dave on the piano.
1: Yeah, they We got little Julie South on the violin, come on y'all. on the piano.
3: <laughs>
0: so what's really cool about this for those of you who weren't here like two minutes before we went live we didn't know who was going to do the opening chance to get <laughs> us into a feel and this evolved this is awesome so with that I'm going to hand it over to Claire for celebrations and I already led with mine which is the, my mixed blessing of a new puppy, new puppy yeah turkey, Saturday, olive Olive. I Good morning, everyone,
4: and good morning to everyone online. We're so glad that you're here. Thanks for tuning in. So my name is Claire, and I do celebrations. Because in Unity, we're all about you know, focusing on all the wonderful things happening for us, right? Pat? Pat's nodding. Thank you for the encouragement. So um, we want to do that. I have, I'm going to read the ones that we received online this week. So those of you that don't know, if you're ever not gonna be here, I usually post midweek, you know, share with you're celebrating, and then I will read it at service today so we can celebrate with you. Now, Rachel, I'm gonna skip yours because you're you're here. So you can share yours in person. And Ron Kurtz, we have this wonderful member who he lives up in Washington, but he tunes in and, and loves our services here. So I think he double dips. I think he does the Spokane Unity and the Bend Unity. So But he had such beautiful, I just want you guys to close your eyes for a minute and listen to what he shared. Because he just always has such beautiful words that he uses. I celebrate my growing awareness of those little things daily that move through my mind, separating me from others. Healing is coming ever so slowly for me, but it is moving towards oneness. And that's all we can hope for, right? We're all... This is all a journey, this is all a process. We're never going to get there. There's no set place we're going to get, but it's a journey. It's the process and how we, how we show up in that journey. So I loved his words. Thank you, Ron, for sharing that if you're watching. Let's see Christine Hawkins. She's always online. I'm sure you're out there, Christine. I am celebrating the beautiful fall days, getting out for the first time in a year or more for live music at the Fall Festival My new roof, that's a good one, right before winter. I'm glad you got that done. Growing awareness about the amazing health and resilience of our bodies and healing abilities. Celebrating my Qigong online workshop with Jay Primack and my own teaching that's taking form. I'm also celebrating the wholeness and health of my upper extremity issues. Feeling good and loving my community. She's got lots to celebrate. Yay, Christine! All right, one more online. And Lisa Lisa uh, Jordan has a lot to share this morning, too. We are celebrating life. Nephew is better. Grandson Grant is thriving. Grandson Mason is in the right place. Daughter Tara is improving, yet still fighting the delta. Her man is even worse with his struggles, but is a fighter. So let's just hold them in prayer. Scott and I are hanging on during this remodel, but life is good. I wish miracles for everyone that helped us through this time. So because I know she's asked for several prayers from her unity community. And then I, before I, yes, yay, yay, Lisa. (laughs) Kevin, Kevin, are you raising your hand? Do you have a celebration? Do I need to come and mic you?
2: I'm celebrating that my mom is here and it's her birthday today. (laughs) Happy birthday, mom. We love you.
4: (laughs) So I thought of a funny story because I'm celebrating Judy's birthday too. She's 82 today. So. Some of you know this, but Kevin and I started dating when I was in high school, and I knew I was gonna have a cool mother-in-law because the day that I totaled Kevin's car, he let me borrow his car and I totaled it, and, he, and I needed, still needed transportation, right? And he said, well, my mom said you can use her car. I said, I just totaled your car and your mom is ready to let me drive her car? I knew that's when you were a cool woman.
5: Yeah.
6: <laughs> okay
5: Jody can you hear through the mask yes you can okay so the last six months has been a broken road leading me right back to bend and back to unity and um yeah my housing is is uncertain at this time and Jeff and Vicki have allowed me to stay in their beautiful fifth wheel um through the end of October and, and I'm just so thankful every morning for that and what happened this last week was that I began mentoring with Ananda. And Ananda is teaching me how to transcend from this emotional roller coaster, which we experience as human beings on the planet Earth moment by moment, day to day, into a place of divine unity and consciousness with God. And the practices that he's teaching me. I'm finding are extraordinarily effective and practical in that we can each day develop daily disciplines to take us from this emotional state of being into grace and love and divinity. So thank you, Ananda, and I recommend him highly, highly, highly.
7: I'm going to stand up here by Ananda. Um, that song has transformed so much inside me. And as I sing it, my body is filled with the knowing that that is who I am, an embodied soul in love. And what I've noticed is that my chakras line up in my physical body, front and back, because I'm accepting that the emotional bodies are my past. And when I sing that song to those apparitions, I'll call them, of myself, they come into harmony with present time, even though I'm still working out. I can feel my body get nervous, you know, i got to get going and get things on. But when I sing that song, I can bring the whole body into alignment with the light. And these wonderful aspects of the busy mind, the busy body, and the worried emotions, say thank you for reminding me that I've grown into who I am today. It doesn't take away the fact that this stuff comes up. But I am so honored to know you and your music. Thank you. I know. We
4: are in such a... Ready for a treat today. I'm going to let your mom do hers first.
8: Age before beauty. (laughs) Um, Loved your story. I knew my daughter-in-love was gonna work out when she let me eat off her plate. (laughs) Um, My celebration is I am so glad to be back home with my Unity community after being away for a little better than 10 days in ceremony with a bunch of women We had brothers there, too, that it's just so beautiful how they support the women, uh, a very healing place. And I just love that I do this every year at the Fall Equinox. And I just love that afterward, when I come back on my way back and when I get here, I keep bumping into tight-knit circles of women, even at the UPS store or at where else was I, at the grocery store. Just women, women doing this. The thing. And so it's just a really beautiful thing to be empowered by women and to help empower women and, and the balancing of the masculine and the feminine that comes forward in this ceremony I tend. So very grateful for that. But again, grateful to be back here with my unity community. And sorry.
5: We just wanted, I just wanted to tell you, Rachel, there are 15 women to one man in Central Oregon in our age bracket. And so we call them girl posses, and we need each other. Thank
8: you. And I'm also thankful to see my buddy Mark here. Oh my gosh, Mark, goes, and I go way back. And it's just so delightful to see him here with his sweetheart. Well, welcome, Mark. Hey, all
9: right, Naomi. Speaking of the divine masculine, I don't know how many of you remember Matthew Laird, Matt Laird, tall, handsome, fan, just wonderful expression of divinity and divine masculine. He's coming home. <laughs> he's traveling home. I don't know if he's watching, but we can't wait. We love you, Matt. Oh, that'll be so nice to have him back. All right, who? right.
4: Let's do, if anyone has one more, we can maybe fit one more. Jane, all right, I guess we'll let Jane give up.
8: Well, I'd like to celebrate my daughter's partner. He has been working all summer and he just opened a food uh, truck over in um, Tamalo, right beside the um, farmer's market. No, not at the bite, across the street from it. And it's tailor-made, all these sandwiches in there, are so delicious. So I was thinking if anybody wants to come after unity and go have a sandwich, that would be a fun place to congregate.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. And I'll send it back to you, Sylvia.
0: It's so awesome every week to hear and to be able to share in the celebrations. It's, it's um, sharing in someone else's positivity lets us know what's possible for each one of us, which is just great. As we've been doing lately, um, at this point in the service, we take just a couple of minutes to to turn to one another, ideally someone that you don't live with, and we have a discussion question. And if you're online, you can either chat box it or um, even just take a moment and reflect and journal on the question. The question this time is, what's an example of a time that you experienced dissolution? which is a dissolving, a transformation, a time when kind of the old self you knew got interrupted and something new was trying to emerge. That's gonna very much relate to um, our main talk with Ananda Yudhichik because he is the one who gave us that question. So a couple minutes, all right. Awesome vibe in this, in this room today and hopefully online as well. So I'm gonna take us into a little bit of, of prayer to sort of set the, set the tone for the talk that we're gonna to hear to come and the meditation after that. Um, I wanna just recapture that feeling of gratitude in all of the celebrations and really bring into our awareness each one of us, that feeling of gratitude, bring our awareness into the holy instant of right now, the present moment, which is really where all life is lived, and affirm claim that the good is flowing to and through each one of us here, each one of us listening, each one of us that will be touched by any part of this gathering today. Whatever it is that is most needed right now as we navigate the human part of this journey, wholeness in physical, mental, spiritual well-being, the wholeness that is our natural inheritance. All the resources necessary to pay the bills and live the dreams flowing to and through us right now. Affirming that each of our unique gifts and talents, those things that we are here to offer, out to creation. Those are coming to full fruition and flowing. And we're affirming that the work we do to heal our own minds, to grow spiritually, to dissolve and come forth again as healthier, more powerful beings, that that work that we do Also flows out and lends light and healing to collective consciousness and to our world. Affirming that this is so, and in deep gratitude, we say thank you, and so it is. together. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love, and so it is. And one of the things I do want to share, I share this often, but the affirmative approach to prayer is one of Unity's things. It's a thing that we do, and it has transformed my personal approach to and use of prayer. And um, one of the really cool things about Unity is if you guys fill out a prayer claim form, which you can do easily online, or I think we now have cards in the back of the seat too, that goes to our prayer team. They will pray on it if you leave an, an uh, email. They'll send you a personalized prayer, and then we send it off to Silent Unity at Unity World Headquarter, and it gets prayed on for another 30 days. So it's a powerful, powerful thing. I highly encourage that. And I think with that, I am mostly done, and I'm gonna hand it over to Ananda for music and a talk and meditation. Take it away, my friend.
2: And close your eyes down and bring your hands to the center of your chest breathe in fill those lungs up and exhale out do that a few times breathe in and out And we're gonna invoke this ancient mantra timeless mantra of om three times I inhale deeply om. So I just want to start with gratitude because um, I just feel like I've never been received quite like this, like I've been received in Bend and from the community here, um, and uh, it's just completely blasts my heart open, you know, so I, I just want to start with that and thank you for the unity for hosting me here. Um, first talk at a unity um, or any kind of This kind of setting so it's it's a really um, it's really fascinating and it's beautiful for me to just kind of step into the next unfoldment of what whatever I'm stepping into so this is my disillusion to unity and and transformation and maturing myself so um, I'm really I'm I'm welcoming it and um, I'm really grateful So today I wanted to share with you about Shiva so um, I've had the blessing of being on a beautiful, yeah, there we are, Shiva, um, this beautiful path of, of yoga, and yoga first got me started at the University of Oregon. I just started taking classes, and one of my best friends was just like, hey, you know, you should try this yoga thing out. It's kind of, it's, it's nice, it's cool, it'll make you feel better, and so I'm like, okay, sure, I'll try a yoga class out, and Uh, needless to say it completely transformed my life Um, I I took one class and I just said oh my gosh like my stress levels plummeted uh, my heart opened up I was just feeling better about life and I was like I'm gonna keep taking that I took four years straight of yoga at the University of Oregon and it just started continue you know just completely changed my life transformed my life and all of a sudden, at some point, I realized, "Wow, yoga is going to be my my life path. I'm just going to be doing yoga." And then I wanted to teach. And then, I'll, you know, pretty soon, I started getting into mantras and chanting, and then the devotion started blossoming in my heart, and and I started learning more and more about the devotional path in yoga. And all of a sudden, it's just blossoming and blossoming and blossoming and, and my life continues to be just an ever blossoming because of this this dedication and devotion on the path of yoga and of course as we mature and understand spirituality we realize how much of it all becomes one right there's the crossover it different flavors but it all becomes into one and um, I remember when I was first starting it was it was tricky for me. I't really, I wasn't really too receptive to mantras and then I definitely was not receptive to deities. Um, I was definitely more in the atheist camp first you know and then kind of had my awakenings and and so the deities and the, the concepts of, of that devotion to deities was kind of like the last threshold to like really push me over to a, the devotion. Um, in that sense, and I and I felt like what was really important for me was to understand the context both in a historical and cultural context, but then the relevancy of, of my experience with the deities and why like why is Shiva and and the deities that you know come out of this yoga Vedantic tradition why have they been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years? Like, why don't they get old? Like, why doesn't it, like, fade? Why isn't the system just kind of like, okay, it's it's over with, right? Like, how many thousands of years are we going to, you know, be devoted to Shiva? When does it, like, go out of date? Well, the deal is that if it's eternal, if it's timeless, it will never go out of date, and it will never be... Irrelevant for our times. So no matter what this is why it's called the sanatam dharma So dharma means like the path of spirit the spiritual evolution of of Our own personal growth and that represents there's three components of dharma First and foremost, it's our our own dedication to our own evolution our individual uh, evolution and then our evolution with mother nature our continual harmony and growth with mother nature and then it's how do we relate with also the humans you know and our in our in our sense of service and duty to, you know to the to offer our gifts offer our you know our uh, calling what's our calling and what's going to really feed our heart Okay? So Sanatam means the eternal. The eternal Dharma. It's like this these teachings, if they go out of date, then it means that they're not it's they're they're not timeless. So that means they're just gonna go out of date. They're not actually relevant for the eternal timeline of consciousness. And so a teaching that comes out of these these teachings for like Shiva is is a is a way of connecting with the timeless teachings the timeless sense of self and when we relate to shiva shiva is that aspect of consciousness which is const- was teaching us about dissolution of transformation of death of the letting go the, all those times where we're feeling like ah, you know, the big challenges of our life, the big transformations. And so I want to just talk a little bit here because this is a great iconography of Shiva. So Shiva um, here is dancing, and he is dancing with a ring of fire, He's dancing in the ring of fire. So this is a very famous um, dis- uh, depiction of Shiva in what's called the Nataraj. The Nataraj is the dance. He's in the dance of transformation. The dance of dissolution, The dance of death. The dance of letting go. So he shares with us, the teachings represent, like, can we dance when we're in the fire of transformation? the transformation, the dissolution, the apocalyptic experience of a COVID or a pandemic? Can we dance? Can we find our balance? Even amongst all the fear, all the upheaval, all the chaos, all the divide, can we find our center? Can we find not only our center, not only our dance, but Shiva is said to be doing the dance of bliss, the Ananda Tandava. Tandava is the dance and the bliss is Ananda. So the, the unending joy of having that perspective of, you know what, this is just part of life. This is part of the creation. This is how consciousness works. There's a creation of part of it, there's a sustaining part of it, and there is going to be a dissolving, a dissolution. And that happens at so many levels of our being, right? So that's why there's so many teachings on Shiva. This is why Shiva's known as the great God, Mahadev. Because ultimately, the greatest opportunity for us is To face our fears and in particular what's the greatest fear what's the fear of COVID death Death. so what do we have to face what do we have to embrace what do we have to dance with is that that fear even though that fear And, of course, we can talk ourselves, and we've read spiritual teachings about it, and it's like, oh, death is just this great opportunity to go back to God. It's like, let's celebrate death. Yes! And then when it starts facing you, you know, actually, I had a change of thought about death. Uh, I actually don't want to leave, and I realize I have a lot of attachments about being human, you know? And when it comes to my relationships, when it comes to food, when it actually, I realize that I actually really love planet Earth and I'm not really ready to leave Earth yet. So let's just, let's hold on for just a little longer. You know, let's do everything that I can to hold on. Hold on. And we will. That's kind of part of how human nature is. We hold on until life forces us or we can have a certain level of realization to let go, to surrender and be with what is. And how many times have we seen it within our own self, within our own storylines, and within so many other storylines that's that's just gripping. Oh, I don't want to let go, I don't want to let go, I don't want to let go, I don't want to transform, I don't want to let, I don't want (sighs) to (sighs) change. all right, all right, and then you do it, right, and then what happens? How many times have we had big transformations, and we say, I really wish that didn't happen? You you might, (laughs) but in the long run, we typically look back at our biggest transformations and say what? That's when I grew the most. That's when I matured the most. And you know what's interesting about the teachings of Shiva? So Shiva is depicted often. He's, he's the great ascetic. He renounces the world. He says, I don't need clothes. I don't need material things. I don't need shampoo or conditioner. i got dreadlocks. You know... I don't need soap, I'm all natural, and I don't even care if like weather and temperature. I go to the Himalayas and I meditate in the, the freezing cold caves of the Himalayas and I'm just in stillness. I'm just meditating with consciousness. I'm just in that great void, this, the vastness, timeless presence, absolute presence, masculine Shiva. But when Shiva's not in that place, he's dancing wildly. And where is is Shiva's favorite dancing place? The cremation grounds. He covers himself in the ash from the burned bodies and dances wildly in celebration of the transformation. So now this is a very interesting depiction because, if any of you know Indian society and culture, it's a very, you know, there's some very proper ways of doing things in Indian culture, and being a uh, ascetic and sadhu, although there's this, of course a. Uh, context for that, where they really appreciate and revere it, no one actually wants their kids to do that. <laughs> they all want them to get good jobs, they want them to get educated, right, and they want them to get married and have kids and the family, they're like, so when there's, when there is the child that starts showing the spiritual, uh, you know, inclination, they're kind of like, oh god, I really hope he doesn't go and be an ascetic, like, <laughs> my god, we love Shiva, but please do not go be Shiva, <laughs> You know, because there's, of course, there's attachment. They don't want to lose any, a huge part of that process. is like, we got to, the letting go, this great letting go of the cultural norms, the cultural context, all the, the ways of being, the way we've been told we need to be to fit into a certain society, the way we need to dress, the way we need to think, we need to speak. And so Shiva just throws all that out the window. It's just like, you got to be you. You have to be you just the way you are. And you have to remember who you are. And you have to align with that presence of consciousness. So how do you do that? How do we embrace who we are? Amidst all that comes at us especially in these times where there's such big challenges, where there's such upheaval, there's the dissolution of all the things that we thought. You know, this is so classic. COVID is so classic Shiva. It's so classic Shiva consciousness. It's like all these things we thought we wanted to do or how we you know, we had the whole setup. And one invisible thing had to ruin so much. change so much about our lives, you know. And then we have to go into an internal process. Masks, no masks, vaccines, no vaccines, gathering, no gathering. Ah families, friends, all you know, all sorts of chaos. Political and uh, national, ridiculous, right? Shiva. Stirring it up. Dancing, 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 dancing. Transformation. Growth. Evolution. Where do we stand? Where do we sit with ourselves through the whole process? How can we anchor into the truth of who we are, regardless of what is considered the great play, the leela of life? So Shiva reminds us there's a great play happening in life, and we can become really attached to it, and we can really suffer if we get really attached to the play and want to cling to the way things need to be that we think that we want them to be. Or we can truly anchor into our timeless self and anchor that as our being. And that's one of the huge teachings of Shiva. How do we anchor into the t- rock-stable, timeless self amidst all the changes, all the upheaval, all the constant changes that life always is going to show us. It's always happening because ultimately we have a ticker. There's always a ticker happening for every single one of us. Dang, it's 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. My ticker's coming up. 80s, the ticker's coming How do we use the emotional states that come with all the transformation and get back into that place of surrender and offering back for the gratitude of life and the gratitude for all the changes? That's, that's like a whole nother step. How do we get to that place of, of like truly, not only just acceptance, but then like gratitude and then offering it back so this is when we're talking about now the shift to devotion how can i transform all the emotional states that come with all the upheaval the, all the dissolution and then give it back to source give it back to consciousness give it back to god and being like wow in all your incredible majesty of life all the incredible experiences i have all the challenges i've had everything in between how can i be in this place of just reverence of devotion and so in this great yoga tradition there's all these practices of devotion the practices of, of kirtan the practices of of the call and response and And in that call and response, we typically are chanting the names or qualities of, of, say, in this case, the deity. So we're going to particularly focus on Shiva. And um, is this on? Doesn't seem like it's on. Anyways.
3: So in this in this tradition, we, we
2: use these names and these descriptions as a way to channel our emotions, channel our, our state of being into a place of, of reverence and of transcendence, of offering back. And it turns into, maybe we start, like say we start a kirtana song and you're feeling all sorts of emotions, you're feeling all moody and... Whatever you're feeling, all the feelings, you're there and you start chanting and you're like, oh God, I don't, I don't really want to chant today anyways. Oh God, now I got to chant some weird mantras and oh God. You know, and then you, you start chanting, and you're like, well, okay, all right. I mean, I kind of get into it, and I like, all right. I kind of, I don't know. It's, I kind of like it, actually. And you start getting into it a little more, and, and then, you know, your mind will play all the things. What are we even doing? Like, what are we chanting here anyway? It's Like, what is this? And at some point, you may experience the grace of just allowing, allowing the chant and allowing for your heart and voice to just express just through the month even if you don't even understand what you're singing and you get to that place where the mind starts stilling and your heart starts expanding and you you realize and you know okay well if i'm chanting to shiva i'm chanting to the you know let me align it with some aspect of my life that's really going into some transformation. Some dissolution. Some aspect of me that's changing. Really changing. Some aspect of me that's that wants to just be let go. Some aspect that's dying or is has already died. Has already been let go of. Okay let me just let me feel into that, let me think into that, and let me sing to that, and let me use this mantra as a way to just sing and celebration and sing and offering and sing and devotion because I have come to that awareness that this is just how God works. This is just how life is. That consciousness is always trans. Forming. that death is just a part of life that dissolution is part of life How can I get to that place of just singing Om Namah Shivaya, I bow to that aspect of consciousness That is the transforming that helps us all grow help us all evolve helps us all change if not how many of us would change if we like, truly looked at our lives, how many of us would truly change if life hadn't forced us to change? <laughs> we just feel like, you know, same old, same old, you know. Why would we want to change? We'll change a little bit. We're not going to do like leaps and bounds, you know. We don't typically like to do that too much unless life really gives us the. <laughs> so we sing. So I, I would like to introduce this next chant for us to just go into and, and just hold that into your, your field of awareness. We're talking about Shiva, the transformative aspect of consciousness as it relates to the yoga tradition. And, and hold that, and then we'll chant. So here we have a chant. It's a beautiful chant. So let's go to the translation real quick before we go into that. Or if you have both, we can do both. Um, so we have these different names. So maybe some of you heard some of these chants, classic chants, like Shiva, 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 Shambho, or Shiva, Shankara. So these are all different names. So Shambho, um the simple one, the ascetic, Shankara, uh, destroyer of doubt, and the doer of good, Namaha, or Nam, Namaha, um, is yeah, I honor, I salute, or I bow. This is the root of like namaste, namastasie. There's all these different namol, namaha. All these are the root of, of just reverence, of, of appreciation. Shivaya to Shiva, um, the auspicious one. Yes, it's typically just, is as uh, the auspicious one. The cosmic dancers, again, this, the Nataraj. Um, um, Girija so we'll do bring in a little bit of this description, is a name for Parvati. So Parvati is uh, Shiva's partner, Shiva's consort. Um, I don't have time to go into that story. We'll have to do, that'll be another story at some. T- <laughs> that's right, okay. And then Arunachala, uh, a mountain in India uh, in the southern part of Kailash, um, so there's there's particular mountains and uh, regions that are very well known uh, to kind of be very auspicious places for Shua. Um, and so we, we invoke that, we bring that into this chant. You know, you could almost think of like, um, you know, it's interesting, like in our context, like what would the three sisters and Bachelor, you know, what do they represent on a spiritual level for us, you know? as they hold so much space, as we look out into the the mountains and uh, we see the beauty of it. I mean, what would it be without the Three Sisters and Bachelor? I mean, Ben would just be a completely different experience. Sisters would be a totally different experience. So there's this incredible reverence. And in that reverence, um, a lot of times it's depicted that there's, you know, the experience of consciousness is through these volcanoes or through the mountains. And then it's, of course, particular ones that are very auspicious are associated these ones in particular are associated with Shiva. Okay, so we'll go back to the chant. We'll bring up the musicians here, and we'll do a chant together, and um, we can just see how it goes. So now, now I just invite you to tune into your emotional state, tune into your heart, and, uh, and just sing. Sing from your heart. Sing, sing to that aspect of transformation that's taking place within your life either now or has taken place or is going to be taking place, okay? So we'll meet this, yeah, Kevin?
3: Shankara Namah Shivaya Girija Shankara Namah Shivaya
1: Shambho Shankara Namah Shivaya Arunachala Shiva Namah Shivaya Shambho Shankara Namah Shivaya Arunachala Shiva Namah Shivaya Om Namah Shivaya together now, Om Namah Shivaya.
2: I was just gonna see you. <laughs> How are we doing for timing? <laughs> Do we have time for one more song, or it be, yeah, one, more song. one more song, yeah, okay. So, pass this on to you. Ooh. Gonna make Let's see. So were you all to, it, it's always different things that come up and where the mind will go and where the heart goes and, you know, obviously ideally we get to that, that beautiful place of stillness and openness and heart-centeredness, but if you didn't get there, that's okay too, you know, it's it's all a welcoming of the journey and allowing for the mantras and to just work their magic. And maybe you didn't get there now, or you, you did get there, or whatever. There's nowhere really to get anyways, but... <laughs> <laughs> but the, the mantras, are, the seeds have been planted, and, and then you just get to see how it unfolds for you. And maybe you're just able to appreciate life in a deeper way. Maybe you're able to transition more gracefully, easefully, Maybe you're able to accept things in your life just that much easier. And, um, and that's just part of the practice. Just one of the practices of, of just coming into deeper appreciation, acceptance of life and welcoming of life. Not just in a, okay, this is the way life is. But no, the way I can dance in bliss with life. Yeah. So, I wrote this other song, and this is an English mm-hmm. song. Um, it's kind of interesting in the sense it's kind of a little more on the, <laughs> the modern twist to it, but with uh, this mantra Shivoham. Shivoham means I am, Aham is a, I am, and Shiva is that it's a consciousness, that aspect of consciousness that is one with the stillness, the void, the vastness with all of transformation so i'm i'm one with all of it so let's try this out Souls called home, chanting om, breathing slow. All told from the old ancient scrolls
1: unfold. This life, one life, free from strife. Use the knife to discern what to learn. Like the ashes from the urn, we rise from the lies. Be wise in these times. Commit, dedicate, be lit. Radiate one truth, one love, one heart, one part of the whole. Dear soul, you are whole when you flow with your heart. Play a part, it's a knot from the start. With your guide, third eye, step inside. You will find you and I, I and I, God and I. Who's the I you are? One with all creation, a soul in transmutation from forgetting. Shivo hum, shivo hum, shivo hum, all together, shivo hum, shivo hum.
2: Your hate, your fear, your near be clear. Liberate, dear soul, from the suffering of all. See through.
1: All the walls stand tall, never fall, root down. Feel the sound of the one all around. From the earth to the crown, through the stars you are found. You are bliss, like a kiss from the lips of abyss. All creation through vibration. Feel your station of sensation never leaves. Only weaves, bend knees, hold the keys to the heart of the one. From the cosmos to the sun, this is earth, this is life. We signed up. It is time to be free and to sing. Celebrate unity. We. One with all creation
3: Shiva Shiva
1: Shiva 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 was, Mahadeva forgetting to remembering, all is love. Oh Spirit, O oh Creator, hear these ancient prayers that today we might illuminate our souls. Shivoham, 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 Shivoham. She will
2: So, uh, on violin, we have Julie Southwell, everybody. Yeah. On vocals, we have Anastasia. Yeah. And on harmonium vocals, we have Greg. On, you guys. This is
0: the most organic service that I've ever hosted, <laughs> and it's fabulous. It, it's, um, we ca- I came to service and sort of got a revival today. It's just really wonderful. Donna, do you have a poem for us? Okay, and and you guys are, I think that's it for today. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. You too. It's great
3: to see you.
6: I just want to speak to the altar if you are in the midst of feeling like life is ugly and demeaning and horrible and tight and just focus on that and just remember the beauty look at that that is just divine just a little reminder a little PSA for an altar <sighs> what will you dissolve today? Shiva the destroyer creator, protector, and transformer of the universe. Your trident stands the test of time. The Vedic traditions live through you. Your powers are indescribable. We call upon you now to transmute, to dissolve, to awaken all that is within us, to move through these troubling times with the fierceness of the God energy that lives within you, that is you. Can you steer us toward the light, toward the right, toward the might of loving compassion? Or will we sit in the corner, a puddle of mass confusion and devastation? Can you call on your son, Ganesha, to remove all obstacles that get in the way of peace? An elephant god, you say? Why would we listen to that presence? Why wouldn't we? If you want to get some stuff done, you call on a massive being that can move mountains, literally. Ganesha brings us good luck. It's one of your strengths. We know you as Coyote, too. As you also place obstacles in our path, that is how we learn. You are the god of letters and learning, so teach us, please. We need you now. Now, 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 as we chant Om Namah Shivaya, we bow in praise of all we know of the guidance, the truth, the essence of mindfulness that fills us at every turn, allowing for the grace to emerge in all of us, not just some. For now, we ask you to step it up exponentially, We mortals are struggling in these human suits. Loosen the tight strands of feeling choked. Awaken us to the glory of consciousness that shifts our reality to unity and divinity for all. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya.
0: The display of talent that we have been lucky enough to experience today, Donna does a lot of that just on the fly. Just, it kind of comes. So you yourself are divine, sister. Really cool. All right, so now. What's that? Yeah. I dissolved the illusion that I couldn't write it Yes. Yeah, no, that's beautiful dissolution. You know, and I would point out that, that I, I've mentioned it before, but a caterpillar in a chrysalis has to completely have its own self destroyed before it converts into the butterfly and flies, right? That's the experience that we're going through right now. Okay, do we have any new folks here? I think we do have a few. Uh, If you're interested, we have blue cards in the back of the chairs, I think, correct? If you fill that out, you'll be in our... A mailing list, and you'll get notices of awesome things like Ananda Yugichi and fabulous musicians and all of that. So we have a newcomer's packet. Anyone who's new and hasn't uh, had one, be sure to grab one of those. And uh, with that, we're gonna bring up our baskets. And if this is our time, this is our love offering. This is when we put our time and our talents into these baskets, into this community. This is what helps us bring events like this. It's what, it's what really supports the work that we're doing here. So we are just gonna affirm right now in these baskets, they're empty now, they're not going to be. Uh, any prayer claims that you filled out, drop those in as well. And we're gonna send these out, uh, knowing that they are gonna come back filled with blessings and prosperity that just rolls through this community and beyond. You can, yeah, I think, go ahead. And so it is. Um, Um, and you can text your donations in. You can go online. That's an easy way to do it. Checks, cash, it all works.
10: Got gratitude. Can you hear me? I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you. thank you I just want to say thank you. thank you I just want to say thank you for it all Thank you for it all Let's get gratitude I got gratitude in my heart I got gratitude in my soul I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Ba-do-do, da-do, da Thank you for it all. Ba-do, roofsca-do, ba-do, do Last time. Thank you for it all.
0: Of blessing the offering. From the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. All right, awesome. We have a few announcements and then we're going to wrap.
9: Testing, testing. You're on. Free the face. Okay. My name is Naomi Steele, and I have the distinct privilege of supporting Kevin Kubota for our spirit groups. Hi, love. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I, uh, yesterday, I took my very first proper shower for the first time in over two weeks, because I have been, like, unplugged and sitting at the feet of our Indigenous leaders, teachers, learning medicine ways. I am hot. (laughs) So, we're bringing that in here today. Oh, I got it. That's good. Thank you. Um, We are launching spirit groups this season, and we are so blessed with such a rich offering. We have at least five that I know of, possibly six. And these are the classes. So we have a new member, Callum. He's hosting Buddhism for the Western Mind. And HL King is hosting The Nature Connection. And Donna Wolf is hosting Ease Tension with BioTouch. And Suzanne is hosting The Power of Eight. And I would know actually, Callum's uh, spirit group is going to be via Zoom. The rest are going to be in person. And you can, we might have one other, um, maybe one or two. We'll see. But we'll announce those as soon as we can. You can sign up with me in person. I was supposed to print out sign-up sheets, but my printer went missing. So <laughs> I'm going to do that in person with you all today. You can also sign up online. There's going to be a link. Kevin's not in his head. I'm getting it right. and. Yeah, they start this week, they start in the next couple weeks, they run for six to eight weeks, uh, minimum or maximum, minimum six to eight people. And what spirit groups are, are they are the bedrock of our foundation and our community and our connection and our fellowship. They are the meat and potatoes the bread and butter of how we do life together and how we grow together so reach out to me or kevin if you have questions anyone actually can connect you and i think that's it getting a thumbs up all right (laughs) great
0: There really have been some wonderful, lasting friendships made through spirit groups. So thank you guys for leading that. Um, Also, on Thursday of this week, we had a bonfire here out at the fire pit with members and folks. We did pizza and it was a chance for the board. I happen to serve on the unity board. It was a chance for us to hear from folks um, just input about our community. We're headed into 2022. It was a chance to hear why you're here, what you love about it, and how we can do things better. So we now have this wonderful online community as well, and we're gonna be hosting a virtual bonfire to get that feedback um, from folks on October 4th at 5 p.m. And you can RSVP for that through our website. It's not quite as important because there won't be pizza, but we hope that we will see you there. You can bring your own pizza. We ask people to, to BYOB which is bring your own brilliance. Courtesy Dave Finch. Um, and then Jane, Reverend Jane and Reverend Beth Welton-Miller are gonna be um, offering a fabulous, so, uh, I think it's an eight week self care class. I highly recommend it. Um, they're gonna go into, de- there's all, the, all of this detailed information is on the website, but each week they're gonna go into a different specific aspect of spiritual self care. So it's a way to really like integrate spirit, thinking, body in a in a in a self-nurturing and loving way. So highly recommend that class. Great. That's pretty rich, uh, pretty rich stuff, very substantive. And then finally, um, on October 6th via Zoom, Jane is kicking off a possibility party. I'm not 100% sure what this is going to be, but if it's Jane Hyatt, Talking about possibility, and and you can't we can't miss that, right? So that's uh, that's online, and again, would love to have a really good turnout there. And I'm assuming is um, is Ananda in the lobby with his music and whatnot? Okay, cool. So that last song, I want to get that last song. So he's back there, and we're a wrap. And thank you, everyone. It was a great service. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I goofed up again. I almost made it statistically. Statistically, I have to get through one of these times doing it right. Statistically, it has to. Prayer of protection. Okay, (gasps) the light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am.
10: All right, now we're... I just want to say thank you for it all.